Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. Cage has us doing episodes daily, man. This guy is buzzing with ideas, and he's never been happier. So he's got me on a around-the-clock schedule, which is Yeah, good. man, you're not allowed to do anything. You know, he's, he's on vacation. He's in Mexico cliff diving. I thought I was going to lose my co-host here today. But you know what I did? One day you'll get to see me, Luca Nation. One day you'll get to see me. We'll post this video out there. He yells at me all the time. It's like, uh, it's like the odd couple. But he yells at me all the time. He's like, your headphones suck. You sound like shit. The, the audience, they deserves better than what you're giving them. Fun. I'm much more kind. Yeah, I, he really gives me a hard time. So if you could see me right now, I have the most ridiculous headphones on. I got this, like, it's like I'm the coach. I'm coach of NFL. I got this, like, gaming headset on. And I, the last video I, got, I played was Tech Mobile on regular Nintendo. And I don't know if we have any user, any listeners old enough to remember Luca Nation's going to be grateful. Luca Nation's going to be grateful. You, you're going to give them, they're going to hear you more clearly when you give them winning plays like Cronenworth, who's right. on an absolute tear. I think every today. time I look at the Padres box score, he's either hitting a home run or scoring a run or doing both. He hit a home run. You know my baseball guys. Joe Adele hit two home runs yesterday. First, uh, first angel to ever do that hit his first home run as part of a two-home run game. Cronenworth, we gave him the play. He hit a bomb today. Kyle Lewis, he's still a front runner for American League uh, Rookie of the Year. Tatis had, what did he have, three hits today. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, stolen base. I mean, that guy's batting average is like 310, 315 already now. So, yeah, all the baseball plays are working out. Hopefully you listen to us and, uh, and, you're, and you're playing them. And if you stay tuned long enough for this one, I'm going to give you another baseball play. Let's talk. I have three topics today. Luca's a monster. I want to talk a little bit about USA Soccer because I saw a sick post on Instagram um, <laughs> outlining that, you know, 10 of our best players are 18, 19 years old, and uh, they're playing for Juventus, Chelsea. So I want to talk a little bit about U.S. soccer being in good hands. And then we had a really good question from uh, one of our Luca Nation uh, members. And he asked, what's a better way to make money, buying raw and grading and flipping or buying and holding graded cards? So I want to talk about those three things. So who is it? Who is it? I don't know yeah. his, his handle. I'll put his handle in later. But it All was right. a great question. I love that question because, you know, um, well, I'll start off with that if, if you don't mind. Yeah. The way, oh, listen, it's the way to do it. The thing about buying, so buying raw and grading and flipping or holding and investing. So the way I started out this year was buying raw, like I told you guys, buying raw Zions, grading them and flipping them. And that gave me a lot of liquidity to work with. So I bought about 20 of them for 50 a pop, uh, was able to grade them and hit around 75% PSA pence. And that got me $5,000 to work with. But here's the thing with that. And uh, Cage, you're going to empathize with this. Yep. You have to wait. There's a yes. lot of wait. And then you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities too. So buying yep. and grading is good. Uh, but you need significant, significant liquidity uh, because those five, six, seven months when it's out of your hands, uh, and it is really longer than you guys think to, to get it back. Uh, it takes a long door. time, guys. And this is Sports Cards 3726, known as Card Trader. It says he's just on here to find people to buy, sell, and trade cards with. So, guys, you know, check him out. This is who the question's coming from. Obviously, we're all here to buy, sell, and trade cards. So go give him a follow. He's got a bunch of followers. He's following a bunch of people. Looks like uh, – you know, he's a KD guy. He's got some cool stuff, some cool pictures. But, yeah, I mean, Andrew, you are a 1,000% right, as always. It has worked out now because even though you've waited forever for your PSA bulk subs, the card market has gone up. Things have gone up. If things start to take a pause, 
you're not going to be happy waiting for those, uh, you know, those cards to grade. And, you know, and also it depends on the kind of card you're talking about buying, right? So, like, we gave a Jake Cronenworth pick a couple of days back. We gave a Joe Adele pick a couple of weeks back. We gave, we gave some of these guys who, you know, their Bowman Chrome, if you were to buy their Bowman Chrome first card, uh, mm-hmm. because we're talking about them not having a Topps rookie right now, because Topps not going to do an update this year. Although I really mm-hmm. hope they change their mind on that on reverse course. But those guys are going to have a, a Topps product when Topps 2021 comes out in February. If you put a bulk in right now, a bulk sub of those guys, some Joe Adels, some Cronenworth, um, you know, some of these other guys that we're mentioning that don't have a, uh, you know, a first Topps card yet. By the time you get that bulk sub back, those Topps cards might be coming out. And people might be looking for their Topps cards by the time you get that, that, that PSA back, you know, that bulk sub. So it's just, you know, it's another thing to consider, right? I think it comes down to risk tolerance. Yeah. I think it comes down a lot to risk tolerance. Um, You could make way more money flip uh, buying, flipping, uh, buying, grading and flipping. But at the same time, like I I always question, what if I just bought graded cards and held them? Right. Like that's what he's asking here. Yeah. Would the returns have been better and it would have been in my control. So I I like having the control of being able to sell at my convenience. When the cards are at PSA, you know, you, I, there were times where Zion cards were a thousand bucks for the graded cards and 300 for the raw. And I couldn't sell them because they were at PSA and I could have right. made four five, six X on that. To me, the answer to his question is actually both and understanding how to, at first, I think it's a really good way. If you have like a hundred dollar, $200 budget to buy raw great and get some liquidity, I would decide once you do that first flip, how much of that liquidity is going into blue chip stocks that are graded and how much are you putting back into buying raw? I think I do a 50, 50 split. Like I would say out of the 5,000 I got back from Zion's, which is my first flip, half went to buying graded PSA 10s and PSA 9s that I thought were undervalued and half back into the same system so that it could churn out more and more liquidity. I think I love that. I love it, but I think it really depends on what the card is too, right? I mean, it depends on what you're buying, right? If you're buying something because you think there's going to be a quick bump up right now, a small couple dollar card, you don't have to buy a PSA 10 of it. You know what I mean? You don't have to do that because you, you're, you're, you're going to buy, like, especially buying volume, right? Like, like when we talked about the Joe Adele for a couple of bucks, we talk about some of these, you know, lower level players like Peterson, who actually came back off the um, injured list and, and pitched very well against the Yankees the other day. Um, you talk about these guys. I wouldn't even consider buying a PSA 10 for them because the PSA 10, there's not going to be that many of them. It's going to be difficult to, to find. I buy the raw. And if he does well for a couple games or, or, you know, performs over the next month, you sell the raw, you're buying raw and you're selling raw. And, and that way your investment in it is a buck or two bucks or three bucks times X, how, however many you want to, you want to buy. Um, so it also, I mean, it depends for someone like Zion. Sure. If there's PSA 10s out there, go right ahead and, and buy some PSA 10s, buy some raw, um, you know, it really does depend on the card. It depends on how much you're looking to, you know, put in too. I mean, if you're not looking to invest so much and you're looking to buy some couple dollar cards, you know, you buy your Kyle Lewis stuff, right? We talk about how his PSA tens are hundreds of dollars, or 150 bucks, or 120 bucks, whatever they're at now. You, know, you could buy his cards for, you know, for when we told you about them, two, three bucks, maybe even less if you're buying them in bulk, right? So um, those I don't mind. And and you know what? You're right. It's a bull thing. You take some of them. And you flip them for five or eight or ten dollars in raw, but you, you take some of them and put them out to PSA, and you you might as well wait. Once you get back from PSA, you know when you get back those tens, that's all gravy. I like it. It's a great question. Thank you. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, 
Well, listen, okay. why don't you uh, why don't you talk about your play? Because I mean, it's kind of like a, a, a blue chip thing, unless you want me to do mine, right? I mean, I, you know, we we talked about you know whether or not weekends we're going to give plays, and I tr- I think I kind of talked you into giving these guys something. So you know, if you want to do yours, if not, mine's a baseball one. I can jump into mine. Jump into yours, but I want to get I want to get into Luca being a monster, dude. He's his cards. I think are still going to keep popping yeah. off. I think All right, it's... so let me finish baseball and then we'll get into basketball because I think yours is going to be more of a basketball and and it really dovetails with with what to do with Luca's cards now with him being a monster. I do want to talk about what what you and I think um, are going to happen to Luca's cards because I know a lot of Luca Nation, our listeners have some right. some you know some equity in Luca. So mine just to, just to polish off baseball, right? I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna look at how he's doing right now before I give you the uh, before I give you the play, right? Because you know you never want to uh, you know you never want to give a play to somebody and oh he just got shelled, but it's not what's happening. So my play, I'm hoping you guys are listening to this soon. I'm hoping you listen to this like you know one of the first couple of people who who listen to this. And my play uh-huh. is is uh, his name is Davey Garcia, the Yankees' top pitching prospect. Uh, oh, you're going pitching on these guys. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we could talk about pitching. We could talk about why pitchers don't get appreciated in the whole nine yards, although pitching in New York is a different story, I think. Um, but this kid is the one who every trade the Yankees were going to make last year, trade deadline, you name it, oh, they got to get somebody. Every team wanted this kid. Every team wanted to name? grab him. It's, uh, his name is Davey Garcia. It's actually spelled quite uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit different, right? I think it's D E I V I Garcia. Um, I, yeah, V I. Yep. How are they supposed to figure that out, man? You could have sent them on a wild goose hunt. Well, Freaking well, my card play on... for them will be easy, right? So it's D E I V I Garcia. That's he has right. a 2000, 2019 Bowman Chrome um, card, and you can still get them right now. I'm looking at eBay right now. You still get them for under ten dollars. Um, He's a guy I want to purchase some more of. Uh, you know, he, everybody knew who he was. Remember Bowman uh, StockX did that Bowman Chrome X set, um, and uh, he was actually in that. So I mean, he's 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 a known commodity. People know who he is. The card that I'm recommending is BCP 241. So it's Bowman Chrome Prospects. It's his first Bowman card. So you guys know it's the right one because it has the you know the the first Bowman card on it. Because it's another one of these guys that does not have a Topps card yet. He'd be in Topps Update if they were doing that product. Um, but I, I'm looking at a couple right now. When I see uh, someone with some quantity in in Canada for uh, looks like 15 bucks will get you two of them. Um, and you know if 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 you want to, if you can find them. Um, I'm seeing autographs, autograph refractor here for $75, the Bowman Chrome Auto. It's the same one, 2019 Bowman Chrome. Um, look for lots, look for things that are not labeled the right way because this kid, it's going to be the hottest thing people are looking for tonight um, on eBay because he's currently pitching. He's pitching against the Mets. Um, I was watching, and that's what made the play. This, um, this He pitched the first three innings with perfect ball. Um, I think he had five strikeouts for three. Um, and he, he's throwing pitches that are like Zach Greinke, like, you know, like odd curveballs, you know, with a lot of break to them that aren't thrown fast. Um, he's coming from all angles. Um, and, you know, I hope he gets the win here because the Yankees offense isn't really doing much. It's a one nothing game after five. But he has thrown five shutout innings. He's only thrown 67 pitches, 44 for strikes. He's only given up three hits, no walks, six Ks. I mean, it is a very impressive stat line for someone who's throwing their first ever major league game. He's going out there in the Subway Series, you know, I mean, not a lot of fans, so that's good, right? But uh, still a pressure cooker situation, and he's gone five innings, three hits, no walks, six Ks. 
67 total pitches, 44 for strikes. It's a pretty nice um, you know, intro. I don't know if he's going to come out for the sixth, but uh, the Yankees hang on, you know, get a win in his debut. And, it, and it's somebody who um, you know, the cards are just going to vanish off eBay. That's it. It's the play. I see why you were pushing for this. We got to get this up quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit right after so we do one shot and get this yeah, up. Throw it right up there. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. Should I even cut it short? I, I, dude, my play no, because we, we want to talk about it. We want to talk about your basketball stuff. Let's go. Well, now the urgency is excited. I'm, I'm like, ah. I'm going to monitor eBay here, check out every card that's sold of this uh, Davy guy. Davy Garcia. Davy Garcia. Um, dude, I think Lucas Cards might be the first player who, in the offseason, keep going up. Yeah, I mean, Devin Booker, right? Devin Booker is a similar thing, right? We saw Devin They didn't Booker's go up, cards, though. Right? They didn't go up. They were definitely going up while he was playing and getting eliminated, but he was dropping 40 points every game. Um, you know, they didn't lose. They, you know, they won every game there, which I guess goes into it, right? But, yeah, I mean, he basically had a 40-point triple-double every game, this, this guy. Yeah, you know, but they're out. Um, okay. uh, my enough, deal on, on, on Luca, I love the kid, right? I think he's great. I think Luca's awesome. Um, there's been a little bit of a pullback in his cards. Um, not the silver per se, although I have seen some sell for less. But the silver, I, I saw some sales as high as 8,800 for a PSA 10 silver. And I saw some closer to seven recently, which is a pullback. That's only like 20% pullback on that card. Um, and the same thing with the um, with the PSA 10 base prism, right? I mean, that was around $2,000. I've definitely seen some for about 1750 which would be what, you know, that's like a, you know, 10, 12% pullback on that. So you think it continues to go up? You think in the off season, we're going to see the PSA 10 over 2000 or just go up from where it is now and be higher than 1750? I'm going to make a prediction. The silver is going to be over 10 K by next season. So when, when next season starts, the Lucas silver will be over $10,000. I yes, love sir. it. I love it. What uh, about the base? I hate the base craze right now, man, just because of how many there are. Yeah. I would even say like, sometimes like a flight to quality back to talking about that. Sometimes yep. in the off season, I could see there being a bit more of a flight to quality because modern investors uh, might kind of just be like on a buy hold. And some people are desperate for money. They'll sell for 1500 on the base. I think most silvers will be keep going up. So uh, roll that into your play, right? Say somebody's out there and has four Luca base right now. They want to sell three of them and they know they can get $5,000 or so for it right now. Where would you put that money? And that could be your play. Oh, I like it. Thank you for teaming me up. So over the last, probably since mid-August, yeah, mid-August, um, I've been turning over my modern inventory. So like I, I didn't have a Luca Prism base. I had a Luca Prism Luck of the Lottery silver. I had a Jason Tatum Luck of the Lottery silver, a Zion Luck of the Lottery, but a lot of modern cards, a few Tyler Hero cards. And what I wanted to do was, and something I, I mentioned it to you guys here all the time, I wanted to, to diversify. I wanted a little more balance, a little bit more peace of mind, to be honest. I didn't want to wake up and see my, my uh, portfolio jumping around 20% overnight. Uh, so I decided to, I had a lot of grading, back to the initial topic. I'm like, I know I'm going to get a ton of modern back, so I'm good there. I want uh, something, a blue chip stock. So I took that, and that, these, these cards appreciate. Like, I sold my luck of the lottery and Jason Tatum card for 1700 bucks. That's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, to Brock's cards, by the way, shout out. Both of them were silver and really cool cards, to be fair. Uh, point being is, I, I had a Giannis BGS 9.5. and I Well, listen, Tatum looked pretty good. I mean, Boston looked pretty good today, not exactly Tatum. But, you know, if that team moves along in the playoffs and Tatum continues to be, you know, talked about and, you know, they make the finals, mm -hmm. that's a nice well, card. I'll touch on that because I wanted to yep. mention that. Don't overreact to one game. 
Toronto was super emotional. They were about to leave the bubble. To be fair, Tatum and Brown and Kemba are tough guys to, to get used to. Like, if you think about the defenders, Lowry and Van Vliet, they're tenacious guys, but, like, Tatum could just shoot right over them. Right. Jalen Brown could shoot right over them. Kemba's quicker than them. So that first game did not go according to their plan. These next games aren't going to be like that. I expect a seven-game series. I think it's going to be a brawl. I don't know how Boston can hang with them if Toronto's way more physical. It's just game one, you get used to it. Tatum's, I'm going to have to stop talking. Everyone. Because I talk and you go right off your play. This is my fault. This is no, my fault, okay. everybody. It's great analysis, though. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Uh, there's people who would be overreacting to this one game, and I don't think it's a good idea. Now, I took my modern inventory, and I rolled it over into uh, MJ Fleer, PSA. And that's my, my pick here. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the SGC, uh, what is it called, pristine label. No one even regards that. So he's that, not talking let's... about Maurice Jones-Drew, guys. And he's not talking about, uh, you know, Magic Johnson. There was only <laughs> one MJ. He's talking about Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan's 86 flair. The real blue chip stuff. Like, that's probably yep, that's the blue chip, blue chip card. Um, that's if there is one. That's Apple stock, frankly. Um, so I rolled that inventory into a $5,000 card, a PSA 8 MJ Fleer. Uh, and back to our initial episode, I'll slow it down. Rips talked about buying based on the card, not on the grade. And I think that's super important, guys. Um, can I bring you into this cage? Because I think this is super dynamic. You saw the sale last night of 420000 with the buyer's premium of the gold label MJ Fleer. SGC, what are your thoughts on that? It's insane. But it is, it is the way the world is right now with grading, right? Third-party grading, the slab is what people are buying. Um, I can tell you, because I've been in this hobby for a long time, I'm not as curmudgeonly as a lot of um, you know, old baseball card show folks are. Um, I've heard the saying, buy the card, not the holder, over and over and over again. And a lot of times it's, it's a mantra of um, you know, old vintage baseball guys who say, I know what my card is. I know my Willie Mays is, is, uh, is very good to excellent. I don't have to have somebody who's been in the hobby less time than me tell me that it's a four. I know what it is, and I know what it's worth. I'll grade it myself. Oh, I got a better eye than any of these graders out there. Get off the lawn. So, so um, it, you know, I mean, I get it, and that's, you know, kind of where it comes from. But we've talked about, like, liquidity of the cards, talk about these cards as a commodity. And those holders, those flips, those slabs, they become huge. And I'll bet you that the person who bought this is not somebody who is a Jordan aficionado. I'm, I'm betting it's not somebody who has studied and held a ton of Jordan uh, rookie cards because they probably have PSA 9s out there that are in better shape than that card. Definitely PSA 10s that are in better shape than that card. Um, but it is a one of one. It is SGC's gold label, the only one that way. And that's all the person who bought it probably read. They said, you know what, here is something that there's a bunch of Jordan rookies out there. There's a bunch of SGC 10s. There's some BGS 95s, even some BGS 10s. There's a bunch of PSA 10s. There's only going to be one person in the world who could say they have the SGC 10 gold label, and that's going to be me. Um, I got the differentiator. If PSA came out and did something like that and put a, an extra 10, like a 10.10, whatever the hell they would call it, it would be the same thing. That'd be a premium. That's all that drove the sale on this one. It's somebody who does not care about anything other than I got the 101, and that's just that you know that drove it, so I get it. And that card has some white on the edges. I mean, it definitely was. I've seen PSA 10s better than that, and I mean, it touches a nerve for me, right? Because I got a, I have a Charizard PSA 9, 
in a yep. recent slab and i've showed you this i've done like it used to be the old soda taste test right like the pepsi challenge they call it right they'd walk up to people and they'd be in a mall and they blind taste test somebody and they'd say all right taste this what do you taste oh i'm a coke fan i've drank coke my whole life and of course every time they picked a pepsi um same thing i mean i showed you my psa 9 and, and a psa 10 and, and and everyone i show it to even pokemon pros they pick my nine over the 10. And then when you pull back the, the curtain and you show, here's what a 10 is, it's just, you know, it's, there was different times of grading, there's different stuff. And, you know, I love the whole buy the card, not the label, but it doesn't matter. There, there will be tens that are uglier and in worse condition than my nine that sell for four times what my nine will ever sell for. And that's just the hobby we're in, guys. I mean, it's just the way it I, is. I started when you started talking, I was in total disagreement of that sale. I thought that was the most asinine thing I've ever heard. But but you made a good point. They're really betting on SGC and the brand of SGC and the label that that gold label means, right? Because if in 10 years, SGC isn't around, that yep. label isn't worth shit. No. But if they think SGC is going to keep growing as a company, that gold label is a black label, uh, Michael Jordan, which is insanity. that card is driven by that sale is driven by one thing and one thing only, and it's the Trout one one sale that happened before that, because there are no Michael Jordan rookie one ones. That SGC gold label fictionally created a Michael Jordan rookie one one. So when someone says there was a Mike Trout rookie auto that sold one one for four million dollars, it no longer sounds as ridiculous for someone to pay a tenth of that to buy the quote one of one Michael Jordan rookie. That's it. That's the story. That's how you rationalize. That's how a buyer who has way more money than I'll ever have uh, rationalize that purchase. Love it. So if we refer, if you guys, if Luca nation here references back uh, episode, we did a few, few days ago. Um, you talk about the pull effect of PSA tens, the nines, the eights, the sevens, etc. That's what's going to happen with these Jordan Fleers. Um, it was happening before. Uh, so highly recommend if you guys have a chance turning over some of that modern into a Jordan Fleer. That's my play. Uh, I know it's a blue chip play. I know it's an expensive play, but to be honest, you can buy some, some good SGC uh, fours or fives out there for the Jordan. You can buy some good PSA fours and fives for a few thousand bucks. So I highly recommend uh, trying to buy in. This is good, man. I will never complain about it because I, I talked about this last week doing the uh, PSA 8s and 9s for like Elijah Wan and Dominique Wilkins. And, um, you know, for those of you guys who weren't listening, Andrew and I were on the um, – Gary V just did a Zoom uh, about sports cards just to talk about cards, you name it. And he dropped a piece that a lot of people probably didn't listen to. But I hope our Luca Nation listened to me when I mentioned buying Dominique Wilkins PSA 8 or SGC8 on those 1986 Fleers. Um, he's criminally underpriced Wilkins. Uh, you know, he was, the, he was the number two to Jordan. I compared, like, if Jordan's Luca, uh, Wilkins is Trey. Um, you know, just a scoring machine, the human highlight reel, right? Uh, but Gary actually said, it was hidden in there because there was so much stuff that was talked about. Gary actually said that he's, he's in talks with Dominique Wilkins to create, like, a four-part, like, documentary or series uh, podcast kind of thing, right? So, so... You saw what the last dance did to Jordan's cards and, and, and what you know, documentaries on ESPN have done. Now, this is a podcast. It's not, it's not going to be as widespread. But, you know, Gary's popular. He has 8 million Instagram followers. People listen to what he does. And if he's going to do a four-part series about Dominique Wilkins, it's a guy that nobody's looking at right now. You should look at it. 
get ahead of the curve on that. That's some so you're hijacking about. my Jordan play and Tano Nabai. No, I already did this. I already did this. I, my, this was a play I made. <laughs> Dominique and Elijah Warren and Barkley. It's part of that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I agree with your, your play. Get in on those 86 player basketball, Jordan especially, because he's as blue chip as they come, at whatever condition you can, right? Especially if you're looking for a place to move out of modern basketball still. I, I mean, I'm with you. If you have a Luca Silver PSA 10, probably don't sell that. But, you know, some of the other modern basketball that has high pop, like a Luca base. I mean, I personally only have one Luca base 10, so I'm not selling it because my son would stab me while I was asleep. Right. Uh, so, so, so I'm not getting out of those, but I only have one. Uh, I imagine if they have a Luca, a Luca Silver or a Luca Base, they most likely have a few other modern cards that they could, um, could sell off. And in respect for – because I'm watching ESPN, and this guy keeps pitching and pitching, and he's a monster, even though the Mets did score a run there. Oh, um, they scored out for you guys. Come you on, it was a sixth inning. What do you mean they scored? Oh, what did they do? Did he give up a home run? No, single. I don't know. I you the tell me. Are, I'm, hope, I'm getting ESPN. I hope the wheel, oh, come on. I hope the wheels are not coming off on him now. And I mean, this is what happens, guys. You know, we're doing our episode. And, you know, he was five innings of, uh, of, 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 of great ball. And all of a sudden now, you know, he gives up a run. This is, I mean, it's very sad. Let me ask you, if upset. he finishes with, with one run and, and 10 Ks, is that a bad thing? No, no. I mean, I hope he gets the win. I hope they, you know, I hope they give him a chance to win. And of course, you know what's funny? It's a, an unearned run. Uh, it was a uh, Voigt, who I love, and I'm not gonna say anything bad about him. That's another hidden gem for you guys. Luke Voigt leads the American League in home runs right now. In case anybody wants to know that, he's got 12 home runs. The quietest uh, league-leading home run guy in the world, Luke Voigt. He committed an error, um, and that's how the run came. That's how the run came in. So it's uh, it's an unearned run. Hopefully, he gets out of it. And, they let him finish the inning and they score a run for him. But yeah, I mean, it's no blight on him. He still, he still hasn't walked a batter. Um, wow. Upsetting. Upsetting. Guys. Well, we'll wrap it there. We'll get the play out for you guys. Uh, we covered a lot of things today and you know, Luca nation, we love you very much and hope you have an amazing start to your week next week. And as always, we'll have a, another episode for you Monday. Yeah, guys, keep interacting with us. We love those questions. We love that stuff. So keep it coming. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.